This episode is brought to you by JLL. Get an insider view into the world of commercial real estate with JLL's podcast, Trends and Insights, the Future of Commercial Real Estate. Whether you're curious about making cities more sustainable, the evolution of office space, or AI opportunities, this podcast will help keep you a step ahead. Tune in for candid conversations with business leaders about the biggest trends impacting how we live, work, and play. Subscribe to Trends and Insights now at jll.com slash podcast. How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba Effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. Today, I have joined by Dr. Thomas Apperson, the president of Innerwheel.org, the Innerwheel Leadership Institute. He's got over 20 years of experience as a leadership coach, facilitator, and speaker, and regularly works with clients to help transform organizations and their leaders. He's a certified business coach. He's got a doctorate in leadership from George Washington University. He's an adjunct instructor in Virginia Commonwealth University's executive MBA program and a whole lot more. Tom, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's awesome to be with you, Seth. Well, let's go back in time just a little bit. Uh, how did you get started in this business? Yeah, really uh, didn't plan on coming into this business. Uh, just so happened to come into our uh, parent company, which is a rock company. Basically, we're in the business of taking big rocks, making them smaller and digging big holes in the ground. Um, and along the way, we decided that we wanted to make a difference in the world. Uh, and so I was tapped to lead our nonprofit inner will. Um, basically, our job is to take everything that we've learned about leadership culture uh, and business and take it out into the world. And uh, we work with for-profit companies, helping them with culture, strategy, leadership, you name it. That allows us to cover our costs. And then we can go and do reduced rate or free work for nonprofits like YMCA's, Goodwill, school systems, that sort of thing. That is absolutely incredible. And I'm sure the longer version could probably be in a book somewhere if it isn't already. For so sure. let's unpack it just a little bit. First of all, I got to ask, Smashing rocks and digging holes in the ground. What was the purpose of that? And tell, tell us more. 
<laughs> so we're a we're a mining company based in the southeast, hundred year old family business. Um, and then back in the '90s, we went through this really transformative period where we had tripled in size and tripled in revenue and tripled in geographic footprint. Uh, and then we decided because the business got so complex, we had to decentralize. And when we decentralized all of a sudden the culture spun off into pieces. And so people were fighting over resources, fighting over customers, fighting over who got to make what decision. And uh, we went that way for about five years and the culture was getting really toxic and people were really having a lot of conflict and it was showing up in the business. Uh, and the nice part about being family held is you can just decide to not to. Uh, and so we decided to not to and brought in all these different consultants and nothing worked and tried just about everything under the sun. And then finally, uh, some partners of ours, Caterpillar, recommended that we go talk to the Holt family. Holt's the largest Caterpillar dealership in the United States. They own the San Antonio Spurs, and they'd been doing this thing called values-based leadership. Um, and so they sent us one of their consultants. This guy comes walking in the door, you know, all Texas. So he's got the big, bright, you know, shiny boots and the big belt buckle. Uh, he's all hat. He's no cattle. Uh, and essentially says, all right, I want you to talk about and write down everything that is wrong with this company. And so these guys hated each other and hated each other for five years. So they had a lot to say. He gave them a couple of minutes and he paused them and he pulls 20 bucks out of his pocket and says, all right, 20 bucks to anybody who wrote me at the top of their list. And so not only did they hate each other, they also hated this guy from Texas. But for whatever reason, it really stuck and struck a chord. And it was the beginning of us getting serious about leadership, getting serious about culture, getting serious about transforming the business. You know, and that's been 20 years ago. And how then did that narrow down to, how did that turn into, okay, we fixed ourselves. We're now going to go help the world. <laughs> yeah. So one of the things that really surprised us, so we, we're getting really clear about our culture, trying to lead around values, trying to understand what all of that meant. And business got better, things got stronger, engagement went up, turnover improved, safety improved, relationships with customers improved. We saw all these business indicators that this was the right path. But the unexpected part was people started talking about how it showed up at home for them, how it made them a better parent, how it made them a better daughter or a better son, how it helped them you know, coach their kids' soccer teams. So we got all of this ancillary benefit for our associates. Fast forward, 2008 comes along, we're in the construction industry, you know, over about six months, 60% of our business just evaporates like that. At the same time, our owner gets sick. Uh, essentially, he nearly dies, um, is in bed 10 months um, straight for 22 hours a day. And when he's uh, sick and trying to recover while we're busy trying to keep the lights on and save the business, he asks all those really big questions. Why is this happening to me? What am I going to do if I survive it? You know, what's going to happen to the business if I survive this? And so by 20, 2009, 2010, we had stabilized the business. Charlie comes back from uh, his illness and essentially announces that the business has to stand for just more than just making money. We've got to make a positive difference in the world. He didn't know how we were going to do that, but he told us, go figure it out. And so we said, well, the one thing we're, we're good at other than taking big rocks and making them smaller was uh, this leadership and culture stuff. So why don't we do that? And he's like, great. And so in the beginning, he basically charged every last associate, everybody in the business to take it out to their customers, to their families, to their communities of worship, just take it out. 
And that was very clearly unsustainable. And so we decided to start a little business around it. And that business, we turned it into a nonprofit and that's in her well. That is absolutely incredible. Now, there are thousands, if not tens of thousands, if not more than that, um, leadership coaches, consultants, speakers. There's probably hundreds of thousands of leadership books on Amazon, but you have something different. You, What makes you stand out? Because you're not saying the same thing as everybody else. Yeah. So it's crazy. I mean, when you look back over what does it take to lead well, we've known for thousands of years, human beings have been the same since we've been human beings. Uh, but we constantly have to reinvent the language we use. We have to constantly reinvent the way we talk about it. And we feel like we've discovered something new when the ancient Chinese were talking about what we're talking about today. The Greeks and the Romans were talking about, you know, these ideas of values, you know, ever since. And so what's different about us is the first thing is we have a real live working for-profit business that we run every day using all of these princes principles and values and um, process that we talk about. The second piece is we don't claim to are doing any kind of new rocket science because what's crazy is most people don't need rocket science. What they need is to better understand themselves. They need to understand other people. They need to be consistent and act on their values, even when it's hard, especially when people tell them to stand down as opposed to standing up. Uh, and they need to make those conscious choices consistently. And then if they can do that and align it with their goals and values, they're going to be more effective over time. This idea that we can lead without that sense of authenticity, when we lead without who we really are, is just, it's crazy town. And so all we really try and do is help people be the best versions of themselves. We help organizations try to be the best versions of itself, right, through values-based organizations. And then we help try and help families be the best versions of themselves, right? all through making in, intentional choices. And then you've been doing this a long time now and have shoeboxes filled with case studies and testimonials. Can you share an example of what a company was struggling with when they hired you, hired Interwill, and then kind of the magical transformation you were able to engineer with your process? Yeah, for sure. So people don't come to me and say, you know what? Our organization is fantastic. We just want to be a little bit better. Typically when people find us, they're like, oh my gosh, we have a culture problem or oh my gosh, we have a strategy problem or, you know, our family is really dysfunctional and that's getting in the way of the business uh, or our employees have a lot of conflict and I don't know what to do. How do we get everybody on the same page? So typically it's, um, here's what's keeping me up at night. And so when those folks engage with Interwill, chances are they already believe in people. They are already believe in leadership and they got a pretty good sense of what's going on. And so we come in and try and unpack and do some discovery about like what really is going on under the surface. Uh, and nine times out of 10, it's a straight up leadership issue. We're not aligned at the very top of the organization. We haven't done a good job leading down through the organization. We haven't gotten really clear on the culture we want to create. We don't have a sense of where we're going in the future and how we want to compete and what our secret sauce is. We haven't really done the hard work of alignment. Um, and when we're working with family businesses, sometimes we work with the family, sometimes we work with the organization. And our philosophy is that the family can bring a ton to the business, just like the business can bring a ton to the family outside of just money. And so really trying to help organizations make those connections. 
At the end of the day, though, if you've got senior leaders who aren't committed to either your culture, your strategy, your people, then there's 0.0 chance that the rest of the organization is going to get on the same page. So it's always got to start at the top. I've been doing this a long time. I wish it started at the bottom. It doesn't. There are cultures become such a buzzword nowadays. How do you actually define culture and how do we as business owners or CEOs know if we even have a culture problem? Yeah. So the way that we get our arms around culture is through values. Um, so values are just the shared beliefs and assumptions that drive behaviors and decision-making, right? And so sometimes we know what they are. Sometimes we don't. Some Every company has a poster on the wall or on a website that talks about what they value. Um, what I tend to find is it doesn't have anything to do with the actual culture they're creating. And so step one is always, let's get really clear on what you actually value, not just what you say you value. And then step two is how can we consistently act on it and use our values as a real business tool? How can we use it as a filter for making decisions? Thinking about M&A, how does that fit your um, values? Thinking about who you hire and who you fire, how does it fit your values? Thinking about how you pay people, how does it fit your values? Thinking about moving into a new ge uh, geography, moving into a new state, starting a new product line, how does it align with that culture you're trying to create? So if you want to know if you've got a values problem or not, listen in to what people say and see is there a disconnect between what they say and what they do. Does the audio match the video? That's an excellent analogy. Now, you've helped Interwill and all of the clients over the decades achieve so much success. What's your biggest challenge now? You know, my biggest challenge is always me. You know, that's the that's the biggest lesson in this is that you want to know where the problem is, look in a mirror. So for me, biggest challenge is I'm constantly trying to work on myself, trying to be a better dad, trying to be a better husband, trying to be a better leader of my team. You know, I've got a real overdeveloped sense of responsibility, which means that I take on too much and feel responsibility for the whole wide world, clients, team, you name it. I, Seth, I feel responsible for you right now. I want you to have a great experience. And so I'm always trying to not really to over index on responsibility to ask people for help to really help empower them versus disempower them otherwise i just want to put everything on my shoulders uh and that really leaves a lot of people out plus i just grind myself into the dust um you know it's really easy for me and hard it's easy for me to take on stuff it's hard for me to ask other people to kind of share the load and that's really what i'm working on these days i'm sure in the future i'll be working on something else I've spent a lot of time over the past 25 years working on my ability to listen, my ability to care about other people's feelings and empathize with them. You know, you name it. I'm a long, I'm a messy work in progress. Fair enough. Your passion is obvious. Uh, what do you like best about what you're doing? You know, I've got a great team. I've got great clients. We do great work. I'm good at the work that I do. What's cool about um, leadership is that you get to see such a broad variety of organizations, for-profits, non-profits, high-tech firms, logistics and warehouse firms, construction businesses, folks in federal agencies, folks in state agencies. And even though they're all different, at the end of the day, they're really all the same because we're all in the people business. And so it's interesting to see about how we go about our work in the people business. That is a great answer. You mentioned constantly working on yourself. Uh, what are some of the favorite books that you've read that have influenced your career the most? 
Yeah, so um, I'll go back to uh, Jim Kuzis. So Kuz and Posner Leadership Challenge. It's kind of a great Leadership 101 book that's backed up by research. Um, I love the Arbinger's Institute Leadership and Self-Deception. It's the scariest leadership book I've ever read because it really does put the mirror right up in your face. If you're talking about change, I love the Heath Brothers. So their uh, book on change, Switch, is a fantastic one. Um, as you mentioned earlier, there are an infinite number of leadership books and thousands more come out every day. We've got our own book on values-based leadership. Um, our future book will be on values-based organizations and then one after that will be on values-based families. So they just keep coming out. That is awesome. Well, sign me up for all three of the two that are the one that already exists and the ones that are coming for our folks watching or listening. Where is the best place for them to go to learn more about you inner will and the books? Awesome. So you can go to innerwill.org to learn more about Innerwill. Our parent company is Luck Companies. So you can find us at luckcompanies.com if you want to see a real life values-based organization in action. And if you want to find a book, uh, you can find us on Amazon under Innerwill, Developing Better People, uh, Braver Leaders in a Wiser World Through the Practice of Values-Based Leadership. Awesome. This has been Seth Green with Tom Epperson of innerwill.org. Tom, thanks again for joining us. Thanks, Seth. It's been awesome. Thanks, everybody, for watching or listening. We will talk to you or see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product, or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727 888 2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.